Let us pray. Holy and eternal God, we turn to you once again, seeking your word and your truth. So Lord, open our hearts and our minds to hear your word and to hear it afresh and enable us to respond as your faithful disciples. This we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even though they die, they will live. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Actually, Jesus, at the moment, we might be having a hard time with that one. Right now, we see a great deal of fear and illness and death. We are saturated with news about COVID-19, with the numbers of cases and exponential graphs ever present before our eyes. Our lives are disrupted. Loved ones are losing their jobs. Illness is taking its toll. Gun sales are increasing. And experts tell us we haven't seen the worst of it yet. Resurrection and life, where exactly are these? The story of the raising of Lazarus is another one of the Gospel of John's long, beautiful stories. We have heard of the woman at the well, the healing of the blind man, and now here is Lazarus. A story of life out of death on this fifth Sunday of Lent. A story of life out of death spoken into our moment of fear, illness, and death. Jesus had friends, good friends. Three of them were siblings, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. When Lazarus became ill, the sisters sent word to Jesus, and yet he did not show up. It took Jesus a couple of days just to get started in his travels. Mary and Martha were at home with their brother, watching his health deteriorate, waiting for Jesus to show up, but he doesn't come in time to prevent the death of Lazarus. So perhaps the faithful sisters wondered if Jesus even got the message. And if he did get the message, perhaps they questioned whether or not he cared. Garth Brooks may give thanks for unanswered prayers in his classic song, yet we may find unanswered prayers a challenge. Sometimes we wait a matter of days, such as was the case for Mary and Martha. For others of us, our petitions continue on for years. Sometimes our prayers belong to us alone, and other times our prayers join with the whole world. Does Jesus hear and care? Note the references to love in this scripture reading today. Lord, he whom you love is ill, and see how he loved him. Both when Jesus was at a distance before he traveled to be with the family, and later when he was in Bethany, he loved Lazarus. 
In fact, Jesus was so moved when he saw the pain and death that he wept. Illness, pain, and death are not what God desires. Even when we are not aware of it, and when God seems to be at a distance, even then, divine love is real. Our prayers, our messages, are heard. Jesus heard the message, and he loved. Even now, Jesus hears and loves. When Jesus finally arrived in the town of Bethany where Mary and Martha lived, it was four days after Lazarus died. Martha came out to meet Jesus and commented on his absence. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. She complained about her Lord's absence, but she also expressed confidence in God. With this comment, there begins a crucial dialogue. Jesus responded to Martha, saying, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Martha's response about the resurrection reflected a common belief of the time. A doctrine of the resurrection of the body came to be part of Israelite theology beginning in the second century BC, and it was widely accepted at the time of Jesus. At some future time, on the last day, people hoped for resurrection. When Jesus said, your brother will rise again, Mary heard it as an ordinary statement of sympathy and comfort, one typical of her time. While Martha was not wrong in her affirmation of resurrection on the last day, she missed what was right in front of her. Martha was thinking about a future time, an unknown distant time, while Jesus was focused entirely on the present. Martha's understanding and convictions were inadequate to the present moment. Biblical scholar Raymond Brown wrote that to make Martha understand that Jesus has the power to give life now, he will act out a drama of the gift of life by raising Lazarus. The miracle of raising Lazarus is all the way at the end of the story, recorded in just two verses. The stone is rolled away from the tomb. Jesus cries out, Lazarus, come out, and the dead man appears. Many who saw this miracle believed in Jesus as a result of it. What Jesus demonstrated to Martha and to all the disciples, all the disciples, all the disciples who follow her, is that God brings life out of death. It is what God does and what God is doing, even now. This doesn't mean that we will see miracles like that of Lazarus, but it does mean that we can see God bring forth good even in the midst of pain, hope in the midst of despair, and life where there was none. 
this is possible because the one who is life itself is present, is among us. Martha was facing Jesus face to face, and in Jesus she saw heaven and earth meet. God incarnate. Jesus came to bring light and life. And this is made known in the healing of the blind man and the raising of Lazarus. And Jesus, who stood before Martha, is still with us today. And we see glimpses of the way heaven and earth meet today. For God is among us. I hope that in this difficult season, you are beginning to see how God is bringing forth goodness, even now, in our world. <coughs> Personally, I am astounded by the creativity that is blossoming around us. Humans made in the image of a creative God are delightfully imaginative and resourceful. Poetry, videos, photographs, and devotionals <clears throat> are springing up all around us. <clears throat> Porch photography, keeping social distance, is becoming a new phenomenon, while birthday parties and wedding receptions are becoming a parade of people greeting as they drive by in their cars. <clears throat> and scientific innovations are marvelous. Duke Hospital now has the capacity to decontaminate and reuse protective hospital masks, which will ease the shortage of the much-needed N95 masks. A friend of mine told me an additional story about creativity and masks, and that is that there was a hospital with a supply of PAPARs, which is power air purifying respira respirators, which had been in storage. <clears throat> These are the bigger masks which to with tubes that run out of them. Well, as these masks were examined, the tubes were found to be, have um, been in poor condition. And in another season, these whole protective devices would have been discarded. And some were ready to do that. Meanwhile, others asked for a moment, and they went to a home repair store and found plumbing supplies and other things that they could substitute, things that could be sterilized, and they refitted these masks so that they are not pretty, but entirely safe and functional. I am grateful to God for this creativity. I am also grateful for the generosity that is evident around us. Neighbors are calling on one another, and businesses are offering their services in unique ways. In a story that came from Detroit this week, there was a business that had their employees out on the street in protective guard, handing out free rolls of toilet paper to those who were driving by and another business, a car wash company, was sanitizing and washing the, car, the vehicles of healthcare providers for free. 
A celebrity DJ, along with other musicians and celebrities, are also offering their uh, expertise to the community. So a celebrity DJ who goes by the name of D Nice used his Instagram account to share dance tunes. He calls it Club Quarantine. And the number of followers for these virtual dance parties has skyrocketed. And none of us need tell our secrets of whether or not we danced with him in the privacy of our homes. Creativity and generosity are signs of resurrection and life. No, they are not as dramatic as a dead man coming out of a tomb, and yet we know that God works in all sorts of ways. Some are grand and visible, and some are small and subtle. In addition, much of what God is doing, we do not yet see. We may only understand what God is doing among us even now in hindsight. Nonetheless, we can be grateful for all the ways that God is bringing us life and light, bringing it into our world. North Carolina is now under a shelter-in-place order requiring citizens to stay at home to prevent the spread of disease. Essential services will continue, such as city infrastructure, health care, and food distribution. Thank you, sanitation workers, grocery store employees, and health care providers. We are grateful to you. In this season, as we are sheltering in place, Many of us perhaps are reconsidering new definitions of what is essential. And if we are honest with ourselves, perhaps we are recognizing that what is essential is actually a shorter list than we first realized. The Gospel of John helps us to reflect on what is essential and what is central. The story of the raising of Lazarus is in the middle of the book. It is the last miracle in the book of signs, the first part of the book of John, which is filled with the stories of Jesus' signs and wonders. And it is before the book of glory, the book of glory in which we hear of Jesus' suffering, death, and resurrection. So the story of the raising of Lazarus is right in the middle. Here in the central part of the Gospel of John, and then in the center of the story of Lazarus, literally halfway through it, is the dialogue between Jesus and Martha. Martha stands before Jesus in the midst of her grief and pain and can only articulate a distant future hope. Jesus, right there in front of her, right there in front of each of us, declares that he is life and resurrection. Now, even now, God brings life out of death.
this story of the raising of Lazarus dares us to believe that no matter what our predicament, we can find true life here. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will not die, and those who believe in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, we believe. Thanks be to God. Amen.